Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Live from NYC, human suplex machine, the one and only king. They stream it and they scream, it's the Taz Show. Everybody hacking, everybody just wants more with the action. Hip-hop Jones got the music blasting, better watch out, it's all he's asking. Over like Rover, he keeps it real, he's no joker original he's no poser no competition he's the owner there i'm moving speakers closer cause it's time to tune in to the tash show all right all right here we go a little wednesday action wednesday edition of the tash show welcome welcome to the program my name is Taz, and maybe you're listening live at the radio on the radio.com app if you're doing that thank you or maybe at TazShow.com, you are listening live there. If you're doing that, that's much appreciated. Maybe you're watching a live video stream at TazShow.com. That could be the case. Also, maybe you're watching the VOD, which they call Video On Demand. I appreciate that. Or you're listening to the show on the Audio On Demand, as they call a podcast Thank you for that very much. Appreciate that very much. That too very much. That also. You could be doing that at Play It, iTunes, TuneIn, Spotify, and whatever other new one comes up. So the show is everywhere, basically. So very happy about that. Thank you, everybody, for supporting the show. Much appreciated. So there's a lot to talk about in this show. Uh, I want to talk about SmackDown Live right out of the box. I'm going to get into that very quickly here. Okay. Uh... Also, some uh, breaking news uh, about 30 minutes before we went live here. Um, you know, Aaron Hernandez uh, was the tight end for the New England Patriots for so long. And as you guys know, he's been in, in prison and, and all this stuff. He uh, committed suicide in prison. Uh, so uh, he was serving a life, uh, life without parole sentence uh, for a murder that he was accused of or committed, uh, you know, in uh, 2013, I think it was, right? 20, I think it was 2013. Crazy stuff right there. Um, the guy was a great athlete, great player. I remember when he watched him playing at University of Florida. He was, he was tremendous there, and not only in the NFL. So, very sad. Young guy and, you know, all the stuff that, that, that he got involved with and all this stuff and getting involved with the wrong type of people, man. And next thing you know, it's a, it's a horrific ending. And that's what happened. It's a shame. It really is a shame. If you want to call the show, you can do that. It's a very simple process. Attention hotline fans. All you got to do is dial an 866-475-2948. That's 866-475-2948. So uh, it's interesting because last night on the uh, SmackDown, it was kind of like a night of upsets. We saw Primo and Epico get a victory over the American Alpha, which I don't think anyone expected, including yours truly. And then we saw Jinder Mahal basically uh, become the star tonight. If you really, I mean, want to put it, I think that's, I don't think that's an overstatement. I mean, Dennis, you are the lumberjack. You are the biz dev guy of the show. You are the audio producer of the show. We know you as a man who chops wood and breaks gas. Timber! Were you not shocked about this whole situation with Jinder Mahal? Because I was. I was stunned. I, I was, was going to... I came this close to firing off a tweet saying, like, 
Why even have Jinder in the match? There's no chance of him winning. And well, you boy, wouldn't do that because that means you'd have to boy, get off the fence. That's not you. You, you stay on the fence. So no, I'm not a fence sitter. Oh, stop! Please, you, you don't. You, you lay on the fence. You like sleep on the fence. I don't know if I have the body. Size. No, you don't. You, My body size doesn't for allow a for that. Man, like your physique, you're actually very. You have very good balance. People don't realize that. I in my before I was here, I used to do trapeze stuff, walking high wire acts. People don't know that. No one cares. Awesome. So anyway, yeah, it was very surprising to see uh, to see this victory. I, I have to say, uh, you know, you got Dolph Ziggler, you got Luke Harper, you got Eric Rowan, you got Mojo Raleigh, you got Jinder Mahal, and I, I was I don't want to exaggerate and say I was. Oh my God, I was completely shocked that Jinder won. I wasn't shocked. I was very surprised. Look, I think that. Everyone would think Dolph was probably going to win, or Luke, Luke Harper. I mean, that's who I, I was leaning towards. One of you. I mean, just from a fan's perspective. I thought Sammy, had, the, the three of them, Dolph, Luke, and Sammy had the best chances. Oh, Sammy was there. My bad. That's right. I forgot about that. I think Sammy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Probably Sammy would be. I I just think and thought that Luke Harper is like. It's oh, like, I agree. It seems like the rocket has been ready to be put on this guy, but it hasn't happened yet. You know what I mean? So I think, I thought, in that situation right there, I forgot about Sammy, though, because right, he was there. Um, because probably the, the, the run sheet I'm looking at doesn't have his name on it. That's probably the reason, as I watched the match. Yeah, but that's okay. No, don't worry. That's no big deal. <laughs> Will you stop? Yeah, it's funny. It's freaking really funny. So uh, anyway, uh, um, the thing is, uh, Jinder Mahal, I think, became the star tonight. His, this guy was trending, not just on topical trends. This guy was, uh, I went, I was on Yahoo, and he was the number one trend on Yahoo. I mean, and not only that, his promo and stuff at the end. Listen, this guy has legitimate heat. When he cut that promo, that, folks, was not a heel trying to be cool like several of the talents today do, or even during my era where people try to be cool and be a cool heel. This guy didn't care about being cool. This guy wanted heat, and he got heat. He got heat on that mic. People did not like that he won. People do not like him. And he's saying all the right stuff. I think WWE is going to give you a steady diet of having him on that controversial uh, kind of, of course, of his. Uh, he, he's saying he speaks two language and his race. I think they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna go there. They're gonna borderline there, and they're gonna make it a little uh, you know. This is gonna be a weird analogy. Maybe it's an analogy, an example of many many moons ago, many many years ago. Uh, the Great Iron Sheik, you know, you know during that time while our country was in in you know in major turmoil. What 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 Iran? I mean, Iron Sheik had oh monster heat. I mean, this is a different situation, but I think that. WWE, WWF back then, you know, really went hardcore heat with Iron Sheik. And, oh, my God, it was a layup because it was a different audience back then. The, the audience was not as smart to the business as today. Uh, you know, there was less ways to, in, you know, to, to ingest the business back, you know, back then. <coughs> Excuse me, just television, basically. We're going to watch the live events, and that was really it. So uh, as opposed to today, where there's like a zillion different ways to, to, to you know, pull in the product. But... I digress. The thing is, I think they will, WWE will go towards that line of heat with this guy and his ethnicity 
and all. I really do, and I think they should, and I think that this guy looks great, Jinder Mahal. You obviously can see his physique and how hard he's dieted and trained. He's busted his ass, and it's nice to see that, that WWE is rewarding him for his hard work, uh, really. And I think he's excellent. I, I never had a problem with the guy in the ring. He's a big, rugged, nasty guy. He looks the part. He lives the part. He is the part, and I'm a fan, and, and congrats to him. I'm very happy for him. Serious. Uh, I would not have done what they did towards the back end of this thing, and I'll get into that in a second. Uh, I don't think that worked, you know. Um, but I, I definitely think it was uh, it, it, it worked. It definitely worked. I mean, his promo was excellent. So, uh, you know, I, I think the whole thing uh, was perfect. Seriously, because I'm, I'm, I'm a big believer in heat. You need to have heat. Heat is everything. If you don't have heat, you can't draw money. And trust me, Vince knows that. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. He, he knows that. Trust me. I'm telling you. He, he knows that without, without a shadow of a doubt, he knows that. The money's in the heel. No matter who that heel is. <clears throat> if you got a real heel, you're making money with him. And that's what my whole thing with, with, with Roman Reigns. I mean, geez. I mean, this guy can be such a tremendous heel. You know what I mean? Uh, he really can. And, and they're just not, not, not doing that with him. But, I, you know, I think he would be the number one heel in the company. But right now... This guy, Jinder, they, they've only scratched the surface of what they're going to do with him as a heel. That, that's, that's a shoot. They've only scratched the surface. You know what I mean? So, uh, I thought it was excellent. Big fan. Thought it worked fine. No doubt. Hey, Miles in California. You're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? Hey, how's it going? How are you, pal? I'm doing great, actually, man. I'm doing great. I'm very proud of you. <laughs> um, yeah, I just have a few things to say about SmackDown, and I have some interesting breaking news if I get a chance to see it. But first of all, what did you take on the whole brawl between Charlotte and Naomi? I liked it. I was going to get to that in a little while. I, I like what they're doing with Charlotte. They're obviously making her the alpha female on the whole brand, and they should. They, they are the way the other girls are trying to rally around, get with her, talk with all that stuff. I, I just, I, I like what they're doing with Charlotte, but I was going to chat about that later on. And I, I'm a big fan of Naomi, too, so I have no problem with Naomi losing. You know, now yeah. they had her, you know, her, meaning Charlotte, earned the right to um, get a title shot. I think it works. Yeah, and um, I'm actually kind of glad um, Jenner finally got a big win. He needed it. <sighs> yeah, he really did need it. I mean, because they've been doing stuff with him. They've been, uh, you know, keeping him on television. Uh, and doing stuff with him, but uh, you know, I, I do think that uh, he's a uh, he's a heel that they can make a lot of money with. Um, just yeah. just on his drawing ability, uh, you know, I mean, his uh, work ability, his promo ability. Like I said, his size, he's got the whole package. Yeah, and what would you take on the main event? Uh, you know, I I, I got to tell you, I I look, I'm a huge fan of AJ Styles. I love him. Okay, I think he's yeah. he's arguably the best in the world. I mean, you know, I've always been a fan. You guys know that. So. Yeah. But I do think that I would – I think AJ wrestles on television too much. That's my opinion. Uh-huh. I just – that's it. I mean, I, I, I like I, – I'm a fan of Baron Corbin too, so I can't sit here and not like the main event. I mean, these two guys, could they, they could work in a candy store and kick ass. I mean, they're both really good. <laughs> so I, yeah. I have no problem with it. I just don't, don't want to see AJ get oversaturated. You know what I mean? Why, you didn't like it? No, I did. It was pretty good. Ma- it was pretty good match, actually. I really kind of enjoyed the main event. Well, their styles work together. No pun intended. AJ and Corbin. So I'm not surprised it was real good. Thank you for calling. I appreciate that, Miles. Uh, regular call of the Taz Show, all the way on the West Coast. Uh, Fancy Dan Miles. Yeah. So yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I, I I think you got a guy like 
AJ, that guy could work with anybody, and he got like a Baron Corbin who can get heat on anyone <laughs> because of his size and his athleticism. I mean, it, it works. It's just a, it's a layup. It's perfect. You know what I mean? So, to, so I think it's a it's a good it's a good deal right there. Uh, so, hey Francis in Ireland, you're on the Taz show. What's up, man? Francis, hello, Francis in Ireland. Um, yeah, my bad, my bad. I had you add. Uh, no worries, no worries. How you doing? Um, yeah, I'm good. Uh, yeah, I just wanted to talk about the Jinder Mahal stuff. Um, I heard you talking about him and his promo and stuff last night. And, you know, I thought the promo was strong. I didn't really see a problem with that. Right. Uh, my problem with it is, is like, I did a bit of research. Um, and I've, I've found out that since December, Jinder Mahal's had 42 matches. And he's lost 36 of them. Okay. And I think that's, and I know wins and losses, people say they don't really matter that much, but I think they do in that case because he's lost a ton of matches. And, you know, you, you went from having Bray Wyatt, who's an interesting character, and he's WWE champion, to to Orton versus Jinder. It's like, it's it's like, what are you doing? Are you trying no. to, like, Francis, I disagree. I, dis- hold, 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 I disagree. I'll tell you what, let me tell you why I disagree. So check it out. I I don't I don't research guys wins and losses. I I and I got to tell you no one in WWE does that. And that doesn't mean it's wrong, but that just doesn't happen. Right. It's not it's not I hate to I'm not being disrespectful towards an industry that made me not I respect, but stats and wrestling mean nothing because it's a complete work. So so oh, yeah, that, I agree. I know you I know you know that. But what I'm this yeah. this now I want to get to my point. So my point is yeah, I I get what you're saying that the guy's got a, a plethora of losses, but here's the deal. In all this, I'm going to ask you a question now. Please be honest in your answer. In okay. those losses, in his work rate, in his style, does he look believable? As of late, yes. Yeah. I, even I even when he, but bro, look, months. even when he, if they beat him down or had him lose a match in one minute, I mean, look, if you if you take Jinder Mahal and do what you did to Kalisto the other night where you make him look like a piece of junk and you throw him in a dumpster and you drag him around the arena, no matter if the guy's yeah. 10 times... Now, you're really killing the guy's legacy, his credibility, his ability. They never did that with Jinder. And I don't I don't think they should have did that with Kalisto, neither. You get my drift, though? Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's a good point. Uh, I just had one more question, if I can. Yes, um, yes. It was just, just about Bray, uh, that people are... You know, some people actually believe that he might win this match against Orin, and, and me, I don't at all. And for the simple fact that the universal title is red. They're yeah. not going to put it on SmackDown because, as you know, they're all about Brandon. That's what I would assume. Sure. And they just brought out the belt and they want to sell it. And, you know, Brock's not going to have any credible credible opponents on SmackDown. So it's just, it, it seems like it's very predictable. I think you're and right I, on that. I, I, I think they kind of got ahead of themselves. And I, I don't disagree with you. I, I think you're right about uh, as far as Randy winning. I do think that'll happen. Thanks for calling, Francis, from Ireland. I um I think it's predictable. Also, I agree with Francis. I totally agree. Uh, but not defending WWE, but I do think what happened. And I kind of think I touched on this yesterday with a different different area of their creative. I think they're in a situation where when they did this superstar shakeup, their story arc with a lot of their other stories were already in place. So and then Vince or whoever said, you know what? I think we need to move this guy. Move this guy. Well, wait, Vince, this guy's got this title. This guy's got a shot coming up in a monster horror match, whatever they're calling it. You know, all this jazz. So I, I think they kind of, some stuff, like I said yesterday, not defending WWE. I have no dog in the fight here. But I do think that they're in a transitional period in this upcoming show, uh, pay-per-view. Uh, what's the WWE when it's uh, the, the, the raw, payback is raw, right? And then there's the judgment. What's the other one? SmackDown. Um. 
heard that, something did, backlash. Didn't they promote that? something yesterday with that on SmackDown? I could have sworn I saw. Something. Oh, they were promoting Payback. Not Payback, but they were promoting another show too because I was in and out of the room. I could have sworn it, but maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'm probably wrong, dude. I mean, they, they, sometimes these pay per views blend together. Even when you work there, they blend together. But it sounds weird. I'm not kidding. You, I, bl- I believe people you. think that you know, like I, I, there would be times that I would get ready to go through the curtain and without naming names, one of my play by play guys say, "Wait, wait, this is what this is. This is okay, backlit." Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'd have to look at the run sheet. Like, yeah, well, you guys have a hundred things on your plate. You do so many shows though. Like, there's so many shows. You forget. I forget, used to forget all the time. I used to look. This is no lie. <laughs> I would look as I'm in the sh- in the middle of whatever pay-per-view, except if it was like a big WrestleMania or a Raw Rumble. I'd look at the video wall, the the, the logo that was sitting there. Then I don't. What show we're on? I'm not kidding. I'd, I look, right, I'd look right at that. I, I learned that. that from good old Jr. He told me, just look at that. <laughs> worst comes to worst, look up. You can't go wrong. It's right there, it's sitting right there. So you know, I used to do that TNA all the time. I would forget all the time. It happens. You know, your mind is a million other places. Well, anyway, that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about, but um. I saw people think that's funny. It's a shoot, you know. So you do get hung up in which shows are which. But I do think that the, this upcoming uh, payback pay per view, a lot of it is uh, it's a it's the transition of the superstar shakeup, and and we're seeing that we saw it a little bit out on Raw, and we're definitely seeing that with the Randy Orton Bray story. It, it is a little confusing. I, me, I think I'm like a lot of fans where I like it black and white. I'm, I'm I believe in gray area, but when it comes to where talents. If you're going to tell me we're doing a split and you're going to have your Raw show and you're going to have your SmackDown show, I'm in. No problem. Just keep the round ball in the round hole and the square box in the square slot. And I'm good. Once you start putting round hole, square peg, square peg, round hole. Not today. It gets confusing. You know what I mean? And I'm very easily confused, as you know. And I look at you and you're like this. Uh, you got flies coming in your mouth, but your mouth's hanging. Uh, that's it. You good? Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Will you stop? Right, so. Wait, I had a question. Oh, okay. Yes. Did you think it was odd that they had the six-person match between Luke Harper, Eric Rowan, Dolph, Mojo Raleigh, Sami Zayn, Jinder, and Sami Zayn? Yeah. Now, that's for the WWE title. No Baron Corbin. No AJ Styles, who right. is the U.S., the number one contender of the U.S. Correct. No Nakamura. Right, right. Like, those are the, the marquee. Do you think they're trying to, like... I think it's a good point by you. Transition. They're trying to make other guys. Th- that's what they're doing. Or and, and, do you think they're trying to elevate the U.S. title? Because, I mean, Kevin Owens is well, phenomenal. Well, they got it because they're doing a... You're right. They're going to do something similar to what Cena did with this open challenge, but it's the, the face of America, whatever they're calling it, which I like. I, I think it's... I like... It's kind of trite heel stuff because he's from Canada. I like it. I have no problem with it because Kevin can talk and it works. But to your point, yeah. To answer your question, yes. I think they're trying to elevate the U.S. title. But I do think they're trying to elevate talent because that's more important than elevating the talent, the, the, the title, elevating talent. And I do think that they're doing that. And, and they did that last night with a guy like Jinder. Um, you know, they definitely did that. And that's why I thought Luke Harper would win because I just been hearing and seeing and feeling like this is the guy they're going to put the rocket on and he can carry it. I, I would take Harper and kind of repackage him a little bit. I'd clean him up a little bit. He did the wire thing, got it. I don't want to think about Bray Wyatt when I see Luke Harper. 
because Luke Harper can stand on his own on his mic, on the mic, on his size, on his workability. I don't want to think of Bray Wyatt. And when I see Rowan and when I see Harper, I think of Bray Wyatt. But when I see Braun Strowman, haha, I don't think of Bray Wyatt anymore. Because the WWE did a great job of separating Bray from the pack. Completely separated from the pack. That, my friends, is called a push. That's what a push is. Okay, when you, you, you basically package this guy, keep him separate, keep him away from where he started from with Bray Wyatt, so no one thinks that. When you see, uh, when you see Luke Harper, I'm sorry, when you see uh, um, Bray Wyatt, do you think of Bray? Uh, Braun Strowman. I'm sorry, when you see, back up. Let, just, let me just back up, okay? Relax. As I was saying, when you see Braun Strowman, do you think of Bray Wyatt? Not at all anymore. Yeah, see? See how simply I put that? But I still see Eric Rowan Hold and on. Luke Harper. Is that you, Lou? <laughs> That's me filing the cabinet. For those not watching the video, I, I do the, I'm the carpenter here also. What was your other question, sir? That was I it, right? forgot, yeah. I think <laughs> no one cares. Got it. Okay, I just want to make sure I understood what you were saying. You go, I forgot. I don't know what time. <laughs> Jerry in New Hampshire, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? Hey, what's going on, Taz? Hey, what do you say there? What are you, a picture fan up there? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Did he take the balls and order the equipment guy to alter them? What's going on, pal? Oh, <laughs> uh, you know, heading to work. Uh, I have to walk into the minefield here and uh, say that I am a first-time, long-time. Oh, look at this guy. You got a double whammy. You got a, yes. you got a double whammy. You got a yambag shot. And you oh, walked yeah. into that field. Oh, okay. That's all right. We're good, bro. What's going on? Huge fan of you, huge fan of your show, man. I just want to put you over. You are the reason that I get up and go to work in the morning and you make my commute worth it. How long is your drive? And I thank you for that, Jerry. How long is your drive? An hour and 45 minutes one way. Damn, son. I hope you're getting paid. That's pretty, that's a long drive of work. One way, that is. Oh, yeah. Damn. From all right. From here all the way to Stoneham, Mass. I know Stoneham, Mass. I know that area, actually. I've, I've wrestled there. I've wrestled all that whole little New England, Massachusetts area. They love me up there. Hey, um, so I appreciate making your commute good. And what is it you want to talk about? Uh, I want to give you my off the hooks. Go. I want the all cheese pizza versus pepperoni. Okay. Well, you know, hold on now. Now, see, I can't just let you just see. Hey, hey Dennis, you see what Jerry just did there? Uh, just Jerry, to, I love you already. He just tried to slip that in quick. <laughs> Jerry, I don't know if you heard the show the other day. You know, I have a little problem with the pepperoni. You know that, right? Oh, I unfortunately couldn't catch the show yesterday. Oh. I, I was uh, <laughs> I was actually in the middle of some sort of really crappy birthing class. <laughs> okay, that sounds great. My so this pregnant actually. Oh, congratulations. Congratulations. So you have to go to class to teach her how to give birth. Uh all sorts of things to learn how to hold the baby. Apparently I'm just completely incapable, so she signed me up for the all day thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
completely ridiculous. Wow. Well, you know what? It's, it's good, though. It's good. At least you're going to have your act together when you guys uh, have the baby, and congratulations on that. So, uh, Absolutely. I'm beyond excited. Here's the, here's the thing, my friend, Jerry. I hate to bust your bubble. See, the pepperoni with the off-the-hooks, you know, and you could give it. That's fine. I'm not throwing a flag on you, not like that. But I got a little problem with people with the pepperoni because you people need to realize that there are other toppings to put on pizza. Pepperoni is trite. Okay, everybody, I like a pepperoni pizza. And listen, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a pass, Jerry, because you're from Massachusetts, and you people know nothing about pizza. Yes. So, I mean, unless I was going to get roast beef and maybe biscuits or something from up there, or, cra- or uh, you don't even do lobster. crabs good. You can't forget the lobster. The lobster's great. The lobster roll and lobster's great. You can't do crab. That's Baltimore. They got the crabs. <laughs> Both oh, boys yeah. got the crabs. Get it? <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> We're all full of crabs up here. You guys are all full of rob- lobster roll. All right, so what's your other two? <laughs> <laughs> all right, for the second one, I want hamburger and bacon versus Hawaiian. All right, the typical Boston guy with pizza. What else you got? And then I want the meat lovers stuffed crust versus the supreme stuffed crust. Bro, are you talking about Pizza Hut now? Are you really talking to me about Pizza Hut? Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't get none of that store-bought crap. I make that on the fly. You make that yourself? Oh, yeah. All right, Jerry. I'm impressed. You're up in New Hampshire. You're holding babies. You're a Patriot fan. You're baking pizza. It's very impressive, Jerry. Well, congratulations on everything. Good luck in your commute, and I appreciate you calling. That's Jerry right there in New Hampshire. He's all fired up. How's all right? Guy's baking pizza. I thought he's hitting me with the Pizza Hut. Don't hit me with no Pizza Hut. I think he did, and then he panicked on the fly. When you, Come on. No, I make it myself. He, he said he made it himself. Stuff He does stuff crust himself. Good for you Jerry. Know the thing is, though, the thing is, up there in Massachusetts, they don't even have pizzerias. They don't. They don't. They don't have pizzerias. They don't. They got nothing up there. They eat roast beef at Kelly's Roast Beef. They have baked potatoes. He's right about the lobster. They got great lobster. The sushi isn't bad. Oh, oh, some yeah? people call it sushi. Test one, two. Yes, the sushi. You know the sushi joke? I don't know the joke, but I wouldn't have pictured New England as a sushi. Town. Anyway, there's good water, there's good sushi. Like Long Island, you want to get sushi, you go to Long Island. You don't go. I mean, Manhattan has good sushi, but there's water around us. It might be dirty, but there's definitely water here. But uh, yeah, whatever there's water, that's where you go and you have sushi. So California has some of the best sushi places you're going to find. Florida, come on, it's a layup. You know what I mean? Not the Midwest, though. No, Midwest, you have, you eat beef because they have cows that walk around the streets. So you eat beef there. That's what you do. And if you're a vegan, well, then you starve. So, and that's how I'm just giving you the breakdown of how it works. I got slightly, slightly sidetracked from uh, SmackDown, I think. But it's okay. Okay, so that's the deal now. The phones are very busy today. People are calling like crazy. Everybody's, everybody's fired up here. Uh, Montclair in the Bronx, you're on the Taz Show. What's up? How you doing, sir? How you doing, Dennis? Good moment. Outstanding, sir. Um, I, I was interested in becoming a wrestler or slash wrestling commentator. I do not have any work experience within these fields. I have three questions regarding it. My um, my first, my um, two common questions is regarding wrestling. First one is, would you please train me, Taz, in becoming a wrestler? I do not have time. I appreciate you asking me that, uh, Montclair. I cannot. I have to uh, say no. I can't do that. I don't have time to train someone. It takes a lot of time. That's the one. It's also um, something that you really got to have. Like it, it, I shouldn't say you got to have. It really helps you if you have a strong athletic background. Do you have one of those? Um, no, I don't. I don't have an athletic background in high school. 
I have on my played basketball in, in my middle school days. Okay. But I do watch a lot of wrestling, and I I know a lot about it. Well, that that's not enough, though, Montclair. To be honest, how old are you? I'm 20 years old. Okay, so the age isn't bad. <clears throat> but the thing is, I don't want to discourage you. I'm just telling you, just because someone <clears throat> is a true fan and studies the business and all that, it doesn't mean that that's going to make it uh, going to be that you're going to be able to break in and become a wrestler because it, it's it's a, an extremely physical business. I, again, I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm not saying you have to be an athlete, but it helps to have a legitimate athletic background, not just middle school hoops. So I'm, I'm, just, I'm just telling. I'm not again. Chase your dreams, bro. Go for it. You know, um, I would find a good, strong wrestling school somewhere. And as far as the commentator thing, I, you know, if you want to do that, that's something that's tough too. I mean, you got to have like Montclair. You got to like have. You got to know the business. You got to also be able to be a broadcaster. You have to have a background in broadcasting, or at least be a former wrestler, or have a degree from Harvard. So I mean, those are the criteria. Okay. <laughs> 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 you get the joke. All right, good. Yes. <laughs> Are we good, bro? <laughs> yeah, my other question is, what wrestling school in New York do you suggest you I get, like, wrestling training at? In New like, York, like, uh, New York, I got to tell you where I went. I, 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 went, I would say Johnny Rods. I'm thinking about Johnny Rods in Brooklyn at Gleason's Gym in New York. I would go there. I mean, if you're, you're based what, in the Bronx, yeah, I would go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. How do you, how do you spell Johnny Rods? How do you spell it? You spell it, okay, unpredictable, and then you spell it Mm -hmm. J-O-H-N-N-Y, right? Repeat that back. Um, J-O-H-N-N-Y. Wow, you're quick. Space, Mm -hmm. capital, Mm -hmm. R, Mm -hmm. O, Mm D. Is it G E? D, sir, like dog. Oh, okay. D, like David. Mm-hmm. D, mm-hmm. like daytime. D, mm-hmm. like. Dig it! <laughs> R, capital R. I'll start over, sir. Capital R. Mm-hmm. O. Mm-hmm. D, like David. Dig it! Z. Like zebra. Mm-hmm. Rods. Like G, no G as in good. Not like you say like G. Sir, sir, sir. Where are you no. getting a G Where is the G, sir? I don't know where you're getting G. It's a G thing. It ain't nothing but a G thing. Where are you getting G, sir? What do you mean no? Where is the G? I don't get the G. No. Why are you saying G, sir? Why? Um, this the pronunciation when you say Rods. Like you, you, um, you said G. You said Rods, like the Z and G. Rods, like R, O, uh-huh. D like David or dig it, Z mm-hmm. like zebra. What are, what are we getting, sir? Okay. I try to throw a flag if you got to. No, sir. <laughs> you need to you need to understand what we're doing here. Rods, hold on, Montclair, Montclair, please, sir. Let me talk, Montclair, Montclair, Montclair. Yes. Do you know what Rods is short for? Um, like A-Rod or... Yeah, Cl- Rodriguez. So, yeah, Rodriguez. Right. R-O-D-Z. Johnny Rods. Mm-hmm. His last name is Rodriguez. So he mm-hmm. shortened it to Rods. So let's oh, okay. go through the spelling together. We have some time and begin. You do it. So Johnny as in J-O-H 
N N Y. Don't forget the space. Y. Don't forget the space. Space. Can I do a restart? Yeah, start over. Hold on. Yes, yes. And begin. Johnny, capital J, O, H, N, N, Y, space, capital R as as mirage, O, Z, Z. You got it. Right. Okay. And 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 his moniker is. Hmm. Exactly. All right, well, I appreciate you calling uh, Montclair. You're a, a good caller and a regular caller of the Taz Show, sir. <laughs> on that note, uh, good luck following that. We're going to go to break. And on the other side of break, I will tell you why I was not a fan of Randy Orton coming out after Jinder's promo on SmackDown Live. This is the Taz Show, the live daily programming that comes to you live every day. How about that? All right, I'm Taz. You're not. Sit tight. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, so yeah, I was uh, just looking at the gimmick chat at TashShow.com just to give you guys a little update. Uh, Montclair, he said, uh, I will pull Johnny Rods today. Exclamation point. There you go. R-O-D-Z. Awesome. Uh, so anyway, yeah, we've been talking a little SmackDown Live here. Phones are lit up. I'll try to get some more phones here this second. I should. A little later on, we will uh, be on Facebook Live, as we are every day in the last segment of the show. <coughs> Very busy show here. So, uh, like I said, talk. a lot of people want to talk about the gender, gender situation and where they're going with him. As I said earlier, if you just join the show now, I'm, I'm happy with it, dude. I'm glad that he won that match. I think it's great. He's earned it. He's been paying his dues, man. You know? And the guy, look at his physique. I remember the last time I have seen a guy that ripped in the business. I mean, that ripped. Ripped with legitimate size. I mean, that's hard to do. He's a tall guy. He's about 6'5". Couple of tall to me, you know, he's 6'5", maybe 6'6". <clears throat> so I'm at 6'3", so, well, my mind, and someone told me, your attitude is that of a seven-footer. Compliment. Why does it mean that seven-footers have to have a, have bigger goals and bigger success because they're taller? Why, why, why are taller people considered more successful? Really? Have you ever heard of Napoleon? Might be the wrong guy, yeah, so, not the right guy. He was not a, strong, a tall guy, right? He used to walk around with the hand gimmick, remember? He had the hand. I should stop doing that. Just walk around with my hand and my, my jacket. That would actually be a good look on you. I should do that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Jesus. I should do that. Put my hand on the gimmick. Put my hand on the side. Like in the front. No, you, I should. You I got the dead hand. The dead hand, bro. I, I had the dead hand. I didn't want to go to it, but. <laughs> I should do it. No. Maybe not. So anyway, um, so that's the deal. So we got people calling. 
I was telling you before the break. Look, one thing I didn't like here, and I was going to tell you, I was going to explain, and I'll do that. I will do that right now. When Randy Orton came out after Jinder <clears throat> cut his promo, I didn't like it, <clears throat> and this is why I didn't like it. I felt like it's not Randy's fault per se. The booking of it, I didn't like. I I, I know then they had Bray's gimmick hit and all that stuff. I I, I just think it kind of took a little bit of the spotlight and the heat right off of Jinder. Just they, sh- I just felt like go to break. Go to break. That was a big moment when he won. His promo, he generated legitimate heat. Go to break. You know, right there. Go to break. I just, that's how I felt when I watched it. I'm like, God, man, this is a perfect opportunity. Okay? I mean, just just leave with the heat. You know, leave with the heat. That's, can you visualize what I'm saying, Dennis? Like, you know what I mean? Like, instead of going right to Randy coming out, I know, I know, look, WWE, they're doing the right thing. You want to keep people on a roller coaster. I get that. That's the emotions you want as a viewer, and then you want to bring that as a show, as creative. I got that part. I do. I understand it. I lived it. But there are times that I know I've learned there, under working for Vince over my years, you want to let things breathe. Go to break, let it breathe. Now people's jumping all over social media. Oh, my God, I believe this? You know, Jinder Mahal, holy crap, look at this. And I, look, look, the guy was trending anyway. It didn't matter. But but still, it would have been even more. Let let it breathe. Come back from break. Run the B-roll of it. And then get Randy's comments backstage. You don't need Randy to come out there. But they wanted to do the Bray Wyatt stuff, I guess. So that's a transition. Yeah. Well, especially because the Randy Orton, Bray Wyatt stuff's not buttoned up yet. They still no, have their not. match. That's so it, it was like they just used like Jinder had all this heat from from winning and the promo he cut and it was like all right let's get to Randy she used to uh, use an inside baseball term he said button up oh i didn't know that yeah, we use that yeah. you know, you use that that's yeah, a word you, i picked up from you yeah. i'm yeah. going to kick your ass you can't help yourself you're just a complete hack in everything you do no no disrespect uh, i don't mean that in a bad way i mean none taken hey Bart and Worcester, uh you on a task show how are you my massachusetts friend I'm doing well, Taz. How are you? Good moment. Not bad. Good moment, my friend. Uh, how's everything up there with uh, the Patriots? Uh, well, with the recent news that you touched on earlier, I mean, it's, it's a little crazy to, to, to yeah. wake up and see all that. And um, it's crazy. Aaron Hernandez. And yeah. I also want to commend you on the words you said about uh, Isaiah Thomas and his family. Really nice stuff you said yesterday on the show, and it was really cool. So, oh, thank you. Uh, busy with that, yeah. That's cool, man. Uh, what else is going on, my man? I got my pizza toppings off the hook, and um, I have a question about um, the recent injuries that's been going on in WWE. I got to tell you, it's tough getting two back-to-back, almost back-to-back Massachusetts people calling with pizza toppings. Is it not true, before I let you do your toppings, uh, is it not true, Bart, that you guys have basically no pizzerias there? I can't agree with that. I think I think we have a not a plethora, but there's a good amount. I mean, you got to find, you got to find some spots to look up some research for them but right. for the most part yeah I mean I don't think we're anywhere near New York or anything like that for pizza joints so is it not true Bart that up in Massachusetts in that New England area you people think that Pizza Hut is a pizzeria oh I don't I mean if other people do shame on them that's right I, Pizza Hut is a, it's not a spot that I would go to. That's correct. That's not a spot I would go to, and I'm sure they will not be sponsored by a show anytime soon. Okay. Uh, so anyway, uh, give me a pizza topping off the hook. You got it. All right. So the first one, I have a uh, chicken parm pizza. 
Hmm. Versus the, and I love the, uh, you brought up the chicken Caesar salad pizza. That's oh, there's this, this joint on Long Island that makes it, bro. It's unbelievable. I'm not kidding. There's a, there's a spot in Worcester, man. I got to say, you're probably going to match it. I mean, it's, it's, Oh, it's stop. You, Come on. Will you stop? Don't go there, Bart. Stop it. You're not matching I'm a Long Island man. pizzeria. Stop, please, Bart. You wait a minute. You're telling me you got a place up there that's making Caesar pizza, like like a Long Island joint. Yes, it's, it's literally right down the street from me. It's like a block away, and it's a place called the Corner Grill. It's amazing. Uh, thin thin sliced pizzas with the they have the Caesar salad separate, and you put it on top. You fold it up. It's incredible. Wait, hold on a minute. You just said something that disturbed me even more. You said that. You buy the slice separate, and then you buy the salad separate, separate, and you put it on top? No, no, no. You don't buy it separate. It comes together, but they separate it. So that way you put the slice, the pieces of the lettuce. What? Uh, they're teasered up with the, with the dressing. Oh, on the pizza, they. So you have that separate. Oh, God. I, I, this is my own fault, Bart. I, uh, talking pizza with someone from up where you're from, it's my own. this is my, my, my error. Listen, I need you to do me a favor. Later on, when you get a chance, I don't know when I can see it, Take a picture of a slice of this, this supposed really great Caesar chicken Caesar salad pizza and tweet it Got and it. tag the show. I want to see what it looks like. It's amazing. All right. Uh, my second match, I have a shredded hamburg versus the uh, shaved steak pizza. Oh, all right. And then my last one, <laughs> I got a, a taco pizza versus crab ragoon pizza. Oh, come on. You're making stuff. Crab ragu? Really? It's like a tomato yeah. sauce with chunks of crab in it? No, no, no. It's, it's like this, you know, what you think of a crab ragoon at a, at a Chinese restaurant. Uh, it has oh, pieces oh, of wonton. Like a beef, beef ragoon. And, and, okay, yeah. Like a wonton. You got, wait, oh, you said wonton pizza? You do like wonton? It was really, like, really sad to see that, especially because I feel like they were going to really put the rocket on the revival. Um, whoa, whoa, whoa. Bot, 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 bot. Stop. We need yeah. to have some separation in the topics. Yep. <laughs> you can't go from talking about crab ragu into the rock and the revival and injuries. I, I, you, you, I, I, my brain, I need to process, I need to de-mentalize things. Like you said, you need to let it breathe. Thank you. Perfect. Well said. <laughs> Tell me about what you want to know about the injuries or whatever you're saying. Well, I mean, it seems like, you know, most of these injuries really do occur during these house shows. And we know that the host of the house shows are not going to go anywhere. They're always going to be part of, part of WWE. But my thing is, my question is, is it the fact that there's just so many house shows that they're just more prone to injury? Do, do wrestlers actually do different types of movesets that can create that? Is there a different, you know, mentality when they're in a live show as opposed to when they're on TV as far as what they're performing and what they're doing in, in, the, uh, in the match? No. The only difference, the only main difference is when you're doing a, a live event or a house show as a wrestler compared to TV is not that it's easier on a house show, but it, it's a little bit because you have more time. So you don't, you don't have okay. the time restraint where there's a gun to your head to get done in a certain amount of time. So that's, that's the benefit. So, but kind of to your point, whenever you get in the ring, there's a chance of an injury. So, um, it's a combination of these injuries happen at live events because, they're, to your point, there are a lot of them, and that's going to happen. Thank you for calling, Bart. <clears throat> but, you know, the more, the more matches you have, the more risk there is to, you know, getting injured. That's the thing that I've been saying, a lot of people have been saying for a long time. There's no off-season in our industry. I'm not saying there should be, but there's no off-season. So talent, uh, wrestlers, 
you know, their body never really, you get an injury, if not an injury, you, you get banged up, not an injury, you get banged up, <clears throat> you don't have a chance to heal up, where let's say if you're a, whatever, a baseball player or a football player, you get an injury, you have, you're banged up, your ankle's tight. Okay, your Achilles is swelled up. Your Achilles in the the, the, the ligament behind your your heel and your above your heel on your foot. Your, your Achilles tendon is, is injured or or, or it's, it's tweaked or whatever. You know, baseball player they'll sit him a game. You know, or you know, a football player he'll miss a game or he'll miss a few practices. You know, with wrestling with pro wrestling, you can miss. They're never going to tell you if you're hurt that you can't miss. You can, but you put a lot of pressure on yourself. You got to be there. That's how you get paid. <clears throat> when you're there, you get paid. I mean, you get paid too. You get paid also. You know, I don't want to get into specifics of contracts, but you get paid more when you're there. You know, you got to perform. And there's also that paranoia of, oh my God, <clears throat> if I miss a show, next guy up. And that no one tells you that. The bosses don't tell you that. But that sits over every wrestler's head. Next guy up. Next guy up. Someone's up my ass. Someone's breathing down my throat. Someone's right behind me. Someone's right there. And that that is the pressure you put on yourself as a competitor, as a professional, as someone who wants to survive and win. So you suck up the injuries. You tape it up. You take some extra ibuprofen, something. You know what I mean? That That's, that's the game. That's the problem with the game. <laughs> There's really no time when you get not injuries. I'm talking about banged up. So I believe, what was it, Running a Revival, he uh, injured his jaw, right, Dennis? He had Dash a, Wilder. Dash Wilder, he had, a, he had a, some kind of a hairline fracture, or what was it? Yeah, he got injured in NXT over the weekend, uh, and he'll be out up until the summer. Yeah, that or, sucks for him. Yeah, those guys are just getting a big push. Espe- yeah, especially because they just <clears throat> yeah. broke through it. Well, not broke through, but... Yeah. Couldn't help but notice. I need a two-shot, please, Ant. Thank you. How quick Anthony is. Ant, can you jump on? Please, real quick, before I continue with the show. So, uh, video producer, Anthony. What's up, boss? <laughs> and I, I couldn't help but notice um, <clears throat> that the audio producer, the biz dev guy, is again wearing the same shirt I'm wearing. <laughs> <laughs> what the F is going on here? <laughs> I wanted to say something this morning, but I didn't want to. Dude, what is going sensitive on? Sensitive topic. Why is this happening? Oh, Jesus. That is... And, Ironical. And now everybody knows you and Dennis are best friends. So <laughs> is is he is he telling you I know what Taz is gonna wear? Does he have like a box of shirts next to him that he just sees what I'm wearing and he puts it on? You nailed it. That's exactly what he says. He's like, you know, I just bring every shirt I own from the Taz show, so whichever one Taz has on, I switch it really quick. You know, and I don't know if anyone ever told you, your voice kind of sounds like They call me the Shockmaster. I'm just saying, it kind of has that kind of a tone. I just want to. I've heard that, that before. Okay, great. Get back to work before I give you a beating, dude. You got to stop wearing the same shirt somewhere, bro. You got to stop, Dennis. I'm gonna be honest. Here's exactly my thought this morning too. I was going through and I was like, all right, yesterday I didn't wear a Tash shirt. Today I'll wear a Tash shirt. And I'm flipping through and it was like the Jobber one, Body Slams and Beyond. And I was like. I could have swore you were running the game one the other day. You wore, well, obviously the same one I wore. <laughs> well, because I am running the game. I'm running the game. So no. I was like, I was like, oh, let me wear the dog running the game one. I was like, it's not the dog. His name, he has a name. Well, Ru- Rufus. I yeah, remember that one guy said hey, Rufus. <laughs> hey, Rufus, get out of here. <laughs> so I was like, oh, I'll wear, I'll wear the rover running the game today. Rufus. 
The roof is. Ah, uh, you know the roof is on fire. <laughs> we don't need no water. You know, hey, you should. Um, I was thinking you shouldn't call these shirts that you get for free. My shirts that are being sold at clotheslined and processing tees. You shouldn't call them Taz shirts. They should be called for you money shirts. Because this is how you make your money, let's be honest. You barnacle off of the success of the show. Well, your shirts aren't the money shirts for me. Oh, There is a money shirt for me. And it me. happens to be green. Also. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yes. Okay, that's fine. You're fired. Um, so, <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah, no, no. Yeah, so you, yeah, you need to get, think of a different word uh, uh, for, for, like, you know, for the T-shirts. Hey, let me uh, talk to uh, my man here, Freddie in California. You're on a Taz show. What's up? Good moment, Mr. Worldwide. Hey, Worldwide. That's me, buddy. What's going on, man? <laughs> well, not much, man. I just want to put you over real quick. And uh, I had a question about uh, a term used by wrestling fans uh, constantly. But, you know, I just want to tell you, you're you're the true Mr. Worldwide. I don't know if it's Guy Pitbull. I mean, you're the one that's worldwide. You know, you're calling... You get people calling all over the country, all over the world, yeah, yeah. calling from Middle East, dudes getting attacked by mountain lions. That poor guy, he's always getting from attacked. Australia. Yeah, I got all sorts of. <laughs> I was trying to find that guy who got attacked by a mountain lion. That was rough. He called actually from the mountain. That's a long story, and he was getting attacked. <laughs> we also had Francis from Ireland. He called earlier. I literally am Mister Worldwide. I mean, I you're, you are correct, Freddie. And and I think uh, everybody should start addressing you as that. I, I think you should start with Dennis and Katie. Well, Katie, who'd she ever beat? I mean, Katie. <laughs> Katie will be back on the show soon. Katie Lindendahl, for those that don't know. She comes in and she tries to run the game. Freddie, how can I help you? Oh, I actually had a question. Uh, just kind of always wanted to know the answer. I, I can never really get my, uh, you know, get an answer on it on my own. But what is up with fans, you know, calling each other marks? Like, but they use it in a very derogatory, like, form, you know? And I'm just trying to, you know... I, it, it bothers me because I, I believe that everybody's a mark for something, you know, whether it's wrestling or a movie or whatever, sports, you know, what, yeah. whatever their passion is. Yeah, I, I, I'm a proud mark. So, like, I just kind of always wondered what your take is on, on the whole mark word, you know? Okay, yeah, I, I would love to do that. Do, do, do you, um, yes or no answer, uh, answer your question here. <clears throat> do you know where the word mark comes from? No, no. Okay, I'll, I'll smarten you up, real simple. Okay, Mark comes from the carnival business, and a lot of the uh, the elements or the roots, the grassroots of the pro wrestling business come from the carnival business. Like speaking carny, which I don't know if anybody even does anymore, or certain words that are used, uh, secretive words, uh, like the K-word, K-fabe, right? So that used to be a word that no one, under, no one knew what it meant, and that actually comes from the carnival business, too. Mark comes from the carnival business, Freddie. And Mark's, I think I recall you talking about that. Yes, yeah. Mark stands for easy mark. It basically means you're an easy mark. So they would just call you a mark. That means, like, you know, they could make money off this guy at a carnival. So it's a derogatory term about someone who's paying admission into something at the end of the day. So in the wrestling business, it kind of morphed over many, many years, not just in WWE. I mean, way before that. You know, I mean, early days, WWE and NWA, all the companies, every, all over the world. Mark was just a term that also came from, like I said, carnival. And that's what the, the grassroots, the slang version of mock means in our business. Now, I'm not a fan of the word, okay, uh, because it is derogatory. I could tell you this about Vince McMahon. Um, 
he hates hearing that word if someone calls the wrestling audience or fans a mock that I've seen him get really pissed off about it. You know? So when fans call each other that, they don't even know what they're saying. They think they know. They're just trying to be cool when they say it. It, it makes them feel... That's what I think. I, 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 geez, I just stereotyped a lot of people, and I apologize because I don't like the stereotype stuff, so I shouldn't have done that. But let me back up a little bit on that, if you don't mind. That'll be an edit point. So we'll take that out of the audio on demand. Yes, that's what we will do. Who am I kidding? Dennis can't handle that. So, no, we uh, we will not take that out. Uh, I, I want to take back what I said. I shouldn't have stereotyped people. Some Some fans, some wrestling fans, some hardcore fans... Use that term, Freddie, I feel, because it makes them feel like they're really inside or they know the inside terms of the business. It, it makes them feel cool. Not all hardcore fans. That I should not have said that. And I'm not yeah, a fan. I'm not a fan. between the fans. What's that? Yeah. It's only between the fans. It seems like, you know? Yeah, you're very rarely going to, you know, you'll hear some wrestlers say it maybe once in a while to, to a fan if they're pissed at a signing or something. I've heard it. You know, I mean, I'm not, and thank you for calling, Freddie. I don't want to sit here and say I've never behind a fan's back because I do some of my best work behind people's back. Okay, <laughs> that's my gimmick. You know, I, I don't. I, I I might have called a couple of people mocks. I might have called some people I work with here mocks. Yes. Uh, maybe some people that are in the room right now. But I digress. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's uh, it, it's not a good. All kidding aside, it's not a good word. It's it's not a curse word. You know, it's like. I've, we've used it like wrestlers uh, and people behind the scenes use it like in fun. Like if you're, um, I, you know, I would, I guess, I'll give you like Michael Cole. So if we're, we're looking at the run sheet and we're going through what we got to do on SmackDown, or me and Mike Tanay are going through TNA, you know, what we're, and we already announced team there, right? So I will look at Mike Tanay and I'll say, uh, well, we only got, you know, two on cameras. And he would look at me and go, oh, come on, don't be a mock. That's all. It's just, it's it's like, it's like, oh, what? You want to be on camera, so you're, you're trying to, you know, you're being a mock. You're mocking out for yourself type thing. That's the, the vernacular of it. I mean, there's, you could use it different ways, but I think I gave you a, a kind of the ingredients. Did you know all that uh, already there, Dennis? Mm, I, I've heard of the carnival thing, and it was nice to solidify it, but it's always good to learn from you. Oh, that's great to hear. You're so sincere. On that note, I'm going to go to break. Uh, other side of break will be the top of the hour, by the way, and we will continue talking SmackDown. Phone lines are jammed up. I'm not even sure if the show's trending today. It should be. I don't know why it's not. That's another issue. We've got to get trending again. So uh, we'll also be at Facebook Live at the bottom of the hour, and I'll continue talking SmackDown and uh, other stuff, and my mess lost again, unfortunately. We'll handle all that kind of stuff and we'll start to break cash or something. Network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right, one hour down, one hour to go. Taz show on this lovely spring day. So, talking some SmackDown Live, doing our thing. Phone lines are jammed. I got to get to those phones. I've been taking some calls here and there. Told you about my Mets. 
Never fails. They're in that slump city, Jones. They lost to the dreaded Phillies, 6-2. They caught a couple of innings towards the end of the game. And Jose Reyes. And that error, that hurt. He's batting 100 right now. He needs to sit. He needs to sit. Just sit him. Sit him. Please, sit him. But no, we're going to promote his t-shirt of him running. If they're giving away a shirt at the stadium. I don't care about his shirt. Hit the ball, sir. Yankees, they lost, finally. They had like a freaking eight-game winning streak going on. The White Sox beat uh, Dennis's Yankees yesterday. Four to one. I need a Ranger. I've been watching the hockey. I haven't. The Rangers, I know they beat the Canadians last night and they tied the series two and two. I know uh, a video producer, Anthony, he's been on top of the Rangers stuff, right? He's been on top of it, I believe, right? Uh, he says he has. <laughs> I love hockey. What are you talking about? Hey, Ant, just bring him in, bro. Ant. What's up, boss? What's going on with the Rangers? They're looking good. What's going on? How are we doing? I mean, before last night, I was not confident. But right. Last night was huge, but came right down to the wire, almost completely blew it. It was like 17 seconds left, and I think it was Shea Weber on the other team nice. hit the post. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah, I saw the replay gimmick. So, uh, have you gone to any, uh, any of the games? No, they're, they're way too expensive to go to. Oh, come game. on. The money you're making here, that's you're getting. Oh, that's true. That's true. You're making but... bank, bro. Mad bank. All right, get back to work. Thanks, man. Please, stop. Right, we'll see you later. There you go. You hate when he comes on, don't you? You hate it because you no, want I all the spotlight. It. You want all the spotlight. You hate it. Such an ego it makes, maniac. It makes my contributions look important. <laughs> that's actually a good point. Hey, Josh in Texas, uh, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, man? Hey, uh, what's up, Taz? How you doing? How are you, pal? I'm uh, not doing too good right now, but I'm uh, hanging through there. But What's the matter? What do you got, a cold or something? No, nah, I have uh, brittle bones, so I'm having some uh, uh, surgeries done oh, uh, wow. recently. Okay, well, I, yeah. I hope you end up uh, being okay, buddy. Hang in there. Yeah, thank you. But uh, anyway, I'm a huge fan of the show. Just started watching on Monday, actually. Oh, cool. And uh, I had a question I was going to ask you. Uh, 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 do you think it would be smart if they brought back the world the world heavyweight championship to either Raw or SmackDown? <sighs> well, I, you mean, and what do you do with Universal Title then? If you do what you're saying, like what what I, you know, I think the Universal Title needs to come off Brock. If that helps a little bit, I definitely think. Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but I'm I saying, mean, are like, you wait? Are you saying like if you have the world heavyweight title on Raw? Then do you get rid of the universal title, and what do you do with SmackDown? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get yeah, rid of. Like, yeah, because it, in my opinion, like that was like a bad movie. It was, you know, just yeah. like, not like not a nice looking title. Right. And right. See, and it, like the, the, the fans don't really think that it's a a, a big title. Right. Company, well, you know? and that's not the <clears throat> not the title's fault. It's no one's fault that's held it. It's the way WWE's booked that universal title. They had some good moments there. I think their intentions were great when they first put it on Finn. And I think their intentions were great when they had it on Kevin Owens for all that time. I think they could have done some better stuff. And I think they dropped the ball several times and hurt the credibility of the belt. You know, Now they put it on Brock. And now Brock's ultra credible, but we don't see Brock. So I think yeah. it's kind of like, and that was my biggest fear about this way back. 
uh, before WrestleMania when I said you can't put that universal title on Brock or Goldberg for a long time because they work limited schedules. Now, let me get to answering your question, Josh. No, I don't think you should get rid of the universal title. I don't because that shows a sign of you're just uh, re- total regression, regression, total giving up, total tapping out. Vince is not built like that. He would never do that. Uh, I really doubt that, that he would give up on that title right now. Thank you, Josh, for calling. I hope you start feeling better, too. I really don't think that would happen. Um, I don't. <clears throat> now, the SmackDown World title is the World Championship, right? So I think Josh was a little maybe confused there because then you're saying just take, I don't know if he's suggesting, I guess I should have asked if he was suggesting having just one championship or just replacing, you know, because he's a World Heavyweight title. So it, it, you, it's not like it's not clear cut what WWE's doing with these titles. Like, you know, like it's especially on the raw thing because it's like now to your point you know it's like if you're going to build up the u.s title with kevin owens on smackdown which is good get the ic title on raw you get the universal title which as i said we don't see because brock's not there right now brock's got to be on raw this monday right wouldn't you think i mean jeez i don't know if he's advertised or not but god gotta get him on there i mean you know, it's, you, you, you you have an opportunity. You're trying to make guys. You have superstar shake up. You know, you you could. I still, and, and then you, you Finn is kind of like just. I'm still going with that. I mean, Finn, unless they're waiting for a reason, they were going to go Roman Reigns and Brock, but it seems like that changed, and that's why you know Brock and Paul cut that promo after he won the title, Brock, and then Braun killed, destroyed Roman Reigns. You know, at the Nassau Coliseum. So it's it's a little disjointed, with a little confusing what they're doing there. I got to be honest, it really is. You know, it, it really is a little uh, a little out there. So some of the stuff is a little confusing they got going on. It really is. Hey, uh, who we got here? We got Ben in Milwaukee. You're on the Taz show. Hey, Taz. What's up? Uh, first time, long time. Oh God, how did I know? How did I know? How did I know? Right in the yam bag. What's up, buddy? Okay, so I had a. I've been trying to call since before WrestleMania. I had a uh, scenario with Asuka. Okay. Uh, it, she would have been in that SmackDown challenge for the women's title. Okay. While still being the NXT women's champion and winning the belt and dropping the NXT belt in the ring. And the women's tournament that's coming up would be for the NXT women's Hang on a second. When you say drop the women's, t- the, the NXT women's physically title. Physically drop the belt. So like you're saying, she, hold, on, hold on, let me finish. Hold on, hold on, Ben, hold on. So I just want to make sure I get this clear. I've been hitting ahead a lot. So you're saying Asuka goes, she wins the SmackDown's women's title, and then in, in conjunction, while she is the NXT women's champ, after she wins the SmackDown women's title, she takes the NXT title and throws it down like the hell with this title. Right. Sir, why would she do that? That you're, Why would you have someone who works for you completely poop on a championship that took you so long to make in the women's NXT t- title. Why would you do that? Because she's done everything in NXT and now she's on to a new challenge. That's great to have her on to a new challenge, but you cannot just bury a title that you made forever. It hurts Asuka. It hurts the brand NXT bad. I 
totally disagree with that part of it. I don't mind doing what you're saying, bro. Having her go to SmackDown, having her become a women's champ. She could be ch- women's champ of Raw or SmackDown. I got no problem with that. But there is no logical reason anyone could tell me that she's going to throw that belt down. Okay. Does that not make sense? Right. No, do you agree or disagree with me now? Did I change I, your mind? I do, now that you explained it, yeah. Yeah, bro, because you don't want to do that. Because you, because what does that mean, right? So if you think about this, right? If you if you think about it, Ben, what about the next girl that's going to get that NXT championship? What does that title mean that your new SmackDown Women's Champ just threw it on the ground, treated it like it was garbage? Now, what about, right. you know, uh, Peyton Royce, if she's going to get the title? Or, or mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, what does that mean then for the title, right? Now you have to rebuild it, correct? Correct. So you don't want to do that. You want to pass on the legacy or have her do the... Now, I thought you were going to say, hey, she wins the SmackDown Women's title, and then she goes back to NXT with two championships, and now she loses to whoever the NXT Women's title. Now, that, I'm in. That, I think, is good. Okay. You see what I'm saying? So that, that makes more sense that way. But, Ben, I appreciate your call. First-time caller, so, you know, sometimes... You know, he'll never call again. That's it. Thanks for coming. I was was I rude? I wasn't rude. I mean, Ben was. Uh, a oh, you explained call. it. I think I explained myself. I mean, you know, <clears throat> just saying. Like, I, I just think you gotta, you know, you gotta make. It's th- that's the business. Everyone's got to make each other. You know, we can't eat each other. We got to help each other grow. This is why you would not be good in the business, because you would be running around like Pac Man, eating everybody. No. Well, as long as people are helping me eat. Well, that's what's funny you said that because that's the business. You want to, we help each other eat <clears throat> by putting each other over as wrestlers. But you cannot just, you know, you cannot have someone throw down a belt. You know what I mean? Like and, and when they work for the company, you know, when, when you just can't do that. It just doesn't make sense. But you would not be good in the business because you would try to eat everyone. You, you, like literally bite them. Oh, I'm a hungry, hungry hippo. No, you're not. You're not a hippo. Come on. Why would you say that about yourself? Where, do you have to be the punchline all the time? I mean, do you have to be the punchline? Seriously. Do you have to be? I wear it with a badge of honor. Illogical. I mean, really. I mean, come on. I mean, you're better than that, sir. You you need to, you know. By the way, I think that um, Mike Johnson got a little ticked off yesterday with some of the sound effects store uh, Star Trek stuff. He won't admit it, but he was not happy. Dude, he was pissed. He was pissed. You could tell. He was. There's nothing I could do about it. If he wants to fight, I'll fight him. It don't matter. I'll fight him right now. I'm going to come at you like a spider monkey. I'm, I don't swear to nobody. It's okay. You know what I mean? I'll fight Mike. I'm not afraid I, of I don't think he's. I don't think he's scared of you, which is the crazy part. No, he's a tough guy on the Skype. Typical <laughs> Skype tough guy. Get a lot of that. Yes. That's what happens. You don't want to fight me. Whoop his ass. You know what I'm saying? The only guy that's a non-wrestler you don't want to fight is Joey Styles, because he will knock your ass out. Oh, my God! You got a rep on that, you know. He packs a punch. He'll wallop you. You know what I'm saying? Wallop is an underused word. <laughs> you don't hear that much. No. Hey, it's an old, like, 50s. Like, you hear that like on a honeymooners. Hey, no, I'm going to wallop you! Ah! Some people say I'm losing my mind. I don't believe it. Not one bit. Hey, Captain Davy in the UK. You're on the Taz Show. Long time no here, pal. 
Good moment, sir. It's a very long time. It was pre-Lumberjack. Yes, that's right. Good moment, my friend. And uh, it's funny you said pre-Lumberjack. I was thinking of you. I saw you tweeted something a couple of weeks ago, and then I, I saw it, and I'm like, wow. Captain Davey was one of the biggest fans. Let me smarten the Lumberjack up because he doesn't, you know, as you know, Davey followed the show unless he was on it. Uh, this guy here in the UK, Captain Davey, was a huge supporter and fan of guess who? I'm going to, well, just by the name, I'm going to say not the Viking. Yes. Probably the captain. Yes. Buy a hat. The captain. Yes. You, you miss the captain, Captain Davey. Oh, I do. I do. But, uh, Dennis has been very, very entertaining. Mm. Well, sometimes he messes things up behind the scenes and he botches things. I'm just letting you know that. And well, weapons are not only welcomed, they're allowed. How can I help you, Captain David? <laughs> I've just got some pizza toppings off the hook and then the question about indie wrestlers. Wait a minute. You said pizza toppings. Sir, you are from the UK. You have pizza there? Our pizza is bollocks, Taz. Bollocks, uh, yes, mate. <laughs> bollocks. I mean, really, you guys are running around eating spotted dick on a regular basis. You guys aren't. <laughs> you guys aren't. You know, you got you got uh, tiramisu. You got spotted dick. You got uh, fudge. Uh, what do you call it? Packer. No, stop. You don't have. Uh, you got pizza. <laughs> we do have pizza, but it isn't good. The best pizza I've ever had outside of Italy is in New York. Oh, of course. Come on, that goes without saying. I mean, that, that's perfect. All right, give me your pizza toppings off the hook. Well, like the beautiful uh, Vader Scott, I, I too am a vegetarian. So. Oh, come <laughs> on. That's not good news. All right, go ahead. Well, at least he won't say pepperoni. He won't say Well, he could say the tofu pepperoni, oh, which I will hang up on Captain Davey <laughs> if he says that. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Go ahead. My, go ahead. My, my, my first topping is grilled aubergine. Excuse me? The grilled aubergine. I think you people call it eggplants. Did you say? <laughs> he said you people. <laughs> you people. You did the you people UK style. I like that. Yeah, so we call it eggplant. Oh, yeah, I, got, I know what eggplant That's okay. Got it. Got it. And that's against the grilled courgette. Oh, come on, bro. What was that? Sky? Just making up words. Yeah, what is that? What is that? You, you people call it zucchini. <laughs> oh, see, here's the problem, Davey. The thing is, Dennis is getting so pissed. This is the only time I'll get mad when there's food that he doesn't know. He's like, "What? What the? It's this is this is an out. This is outlandish. This is insane. This is an outrage." He's all pissed right now, Dennis. I'm up in arms. All Use right. the American words. So he's got zucchini and eggplant on pizza. And what else you got? Okay, the next one is sun-dried tomatoes. Not to be confused with tomatoes. Got it. Not to be confused at all. <laughs> Against wild mushrooms. Oh, okay. That's it? And then the last match, I've got caramelized onions. Caramelized, sir. Get the wording right. You learn how to speak English, Davey. A caramelized. I'm still practicing. <laughs> I speak the King's English. You know that. Oh, you, you absolutely do. We speak <laughs> the Queen's English here. <laughs> I love it. All right, so you got caramelized onions against what? Caramelized onions against the protein-rich fresh egg. Oh, interesting. So the no one's mentioned egg yet. Now, what what would you do on that, David? Would you fry the egg up like scrambled eggs, or like a over no, easy egg? Crack it, crack it straight on top of the pizza. I've, I've had it when when I when I've been to New York. I've had it where they crack it straight on the pizza. Hold on, and wait, bake wait, wait. It. wait. Let me hold. On, let me get this straight. Wait a second. So you're telling me a raw egg? Yep. You had that in New York. Yep. 
Sir, we have something here. It sounds like a guy I went to middle school with, Salmonella. Okay? So, that's no, no, a, no. It, it's, baked, it's baked in the oven. It's cracked on the pizza raw and then bakes. Oh, you didn't say that. You, you came off like they were just put, giving you raw eggs over here up in New York. We don't do that. No, n- never, never. Never, ever. So, you're saying, this is interesting. I like what you're saying. They crack the egg over the pizza. Then they put that bitch in the oven and bake it. I've never seen Absolutely. that. Absolutely. Dennis, you ever see this? That sounds good, man. I, I don't like eggs outside of, like, egg, but I've heard, like... You don't like eggs without bread that's, and yeah, bacon, like bacon and yeah, cheese. Like bacon, right? Yeah, yeah, Otherwise, no one makes eggs back. I have heard of it. I've never seen it in the flesh. Flesh might be the wrong term. What else is going on, Davey? I just have a question about indie wrestlers. Okay. It's probably more of an issue over here with so many independent promotions. Yes. But I, I've always wondered where the independent wrestlers go to so many different, or they appear at so many different independent promotions, and the different agents will either have them booked on as a heel or as a, or as a face, depending on the show. Is that a hindrance or a help to the wrestler in developing character traits? No, it's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. It's better. You show diversity. You can show that you're a jack of all trades. No, I think it's better when young wrestlers can work on one show as a heel, once as a baby face. I I think it Mm -hmm. it, it makes you better. It really does. My opinion. Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. You got it, David. Good hearing from you, buddy. You too. Speak to you soon. We'll see you, pal. There you go. That's uh, Captain Davey, old-time fan of the Taz Show. I was concerned once the captain left that we lost some fans. Because not that they love the captain so much, that they hate Dennis so much. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. <sighs> that one moment set you back, sir. Eh, I can live with it. You regret it. You regret not apologizing to me. Not, not in the least. <laughs> uh, you act like that, but you I know in your heart of hearts, because you're not a mean person. I know you do regret it. Uh, no. You put on this facade like you're a big, mean, and angry guy. You're really not. I'm neither angry or mean. I'm certainly big. Yes. Uh, but I'm just saying, you... I, I'm going to give you... This is groundbreaking right now. It's about to happen. <laughs> Don't even bother. This, Don't this even is groundbreaking. Bother. Before I continue the show, take some more calls. I got to go to break soon. And then we got Facebook Live on the other side of the break. And continue talking SmackDown. I'm going to give you one chance before we go to break. Okay. One more chance. Come on, bud. Everyone knows you're going to do it. Do you want to apologize for many months ago when you were disrespectful to me? Do you want to apologize? You know what? Because you asked so sincerely... No. Nah, maybe some other time. There it is. I knew you were going to do that. I'm not sorry. I apologize for nothing. And that's how I turned you more of a heel. Because that was the second chance for you. Well, I appreciate the effort. You seem very concerned as you have this smile on your face. Like, I don't care if they hate me. I don't care. I mute them all on Twitter. They can hate me. No, I don't mute anybody. Just don't look at it. <laughs> I just, I'm, no, I welcome. Well, I'm not, I don't feed the, I don't feed their, their hatred. It fuels the fire. You don't feel the trolls. No. I got just crossed right over the bridge. I don't pay the troll toll. What a slacker. All right, on that note, I can't follow that. All right, we're going to break. Uh, Other side of break, I will uh, get into some uh, more chatter about SmackDown and give you some thoughts on, you know, uh, this whole situation with the Shining Stars. Oh, my God, some people are like, wow, they beat American Alpha. I'll talk about that a little bit. Also talk a little bit about Kevin Owens. Uh, We touched on it a little bit earlier about this new open challenge of Face of America gimmick. Tasha, sit tight and be right back.
a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Uh, yeah, you know, you know what's up. Fourth quarter city, Wednesday edition Taz show. It's been a heavy SmackDown chatter. A lot of phones, a lot of people calling the show. It's been busy. It's great to hear from everybody. A lot of people on the gimmick chat at TazShow.com. Well, you can log in with your Twitter account, your Facebook account. You can log in there with your YouTube account, your Instagram account. You do it all right there. You can communicate with each other while watching the show. You could also get an up- update on there from um, Montclair St. Clair, who called earlier inquiring about a wrestling school, and I sent him to Johnny Rods, his school in Brooklyn, Johnny's school, the unpredictable school of pro wrestling. Johnny was my trainer. Many, many moons ago, I was one of, the, one of his first students back in the late 80s. So Montclair, yeah, apparently called up there and mentioned my name to Johnny. Johnny said, of course, I remember Taz. I would hope so. Because. And they're going to meet. So we'll see. Mason, Montclair, it's like me. Don't play around. Just get it done. Don't play around. So, uh, anyway, you can find out all that stuff out about That's the riveting uh, content you're missing on, uh, on the uh, gimmick chat. We're also on Facebook Live right now at facebook.com slash Show. So you guys can jump on there. The fourth quarter of every show, the fourth segment, I should say, fourth quarter as we call it here at Tasman. We do Facebook Live, and, uh, and there's some communication there with myself and some of the audience members. Got a video show live, and they're all friends with each other. They love so that's all good. So we've been talking SmackDown, and um, you know, I was saying earlier, uh, before, as, as we're going to break up the Shining Stars, you know, we get into this uh, this uh, this match with American Alpha yesterday, and we saw uh, we saw Epico get the uh, win on Gable, and it shocked a lot of people. I was surprised myself. I did not expect the Shining Stars to win. Um, I, you know, I think it's great. I think that they needed to win. Absolutely needed it. Just like Jinder needed to win. I talked a lot about Jinder Mahal earlier. So for those that have just joined the show now, you'll have to catch up with the uh, audio demand, or some people call it podcasting, or the VOD. <clears throat> Check on it later on. Uh, you know, what I talked about earlier, I gave you a lot of detail on the Jinder stuff. So, the Shining Stars, I mean, I definitely think they needed this, and it helps, just helps a... A, you know, a, a, a tag team division they have there on SmackDown. Uh, well, well, does this hurt American Alpha? Well, usually I would say no. Losses don't hurt. Uh, I think American Alpha, it could hurt a little bit, you know, um, because they're still young, American Alpha. I mean, they've been pushed. They have the title, then they lost the title. I think American Alpha's in a stage where they're kind of like, you know, not that they're getting deep pushed. I don't mean that. But they're, you know, you know, some must die at times for others to live on, and that's doing the honors. That's doing business. That's just the way it goes. American Alpha, American Alpha had the rocket on him for quite some time, and now sometimes the rocket goes, you know, down a little bit. You know, Peter's down a little bit at times. Doesn't mean it's the end for American Alpha at all. They just you gotta do what you gotta do. But I think it's really good for the shining stars. I do. I think it was. It's. It's, it's needed. Those guys have been doing business for a while. When I say doing business, I mean, you know, putting guys over. They haven't really done They did the whole vacation bit that they were doing on from Raw when they first put the gimmick together, right? Remember that? 
You can come to beautiful Puerto Rico, all that stuff, you know? I thought that gimmick was had legs, and it went nowhere. Yeah, I thought it had legs, too. <clears throat> but, it, 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 you know, it's tough to go anywhere when the company's not pushing it at all. And they weren't, you know, just because you let guys say it or you, you do some vignettes on it, which they did a lot, they didn't push it, the vignettes, right? They, and then when they came in, uh, the Shining Stars, they didn't do nothing with them. But both these guys can work. Ryan Germs, job. Damn it! Son of a gun. Let's back that up now. Got a lot of edits in this show. Ryan Jones on the Facebook Live said, "No, oh, I lost his comment because there's too many comments that just going." <laughs> Matching shirt, Jones. Yeah, he's talking about me and the biz dev guy, the audio producer. Dennis Jones, please don't do a two-shot. I don't want to see Dennis wearing my shirt. Ah, do a two-shot to hell with it. Let the Facebook Live people see it. It's unfortunate, but why, dude? What people don't know is that Ant and Cowboy, they read the email, too. And you said, hey, tomorrow I'm running the game. I'm running the game. I'm running the game. That's what I said. I said that. Tomorrow I'm running. I send emails to you guys like that. Hey, guys, tomorrow I'm running the game. I use all the monikers of the show. Yeah, and we're, and I was like, oh, that's a hint. Everybody yeah. be ready. And I was the only one that came prepared. No, I no. The cowboy and the look. Cowboy and I probably never wear the same clothes ever. Cowboy. Never. Okay, that, that's number one. Okay, he's too young and cool. You sir are not young or cool. So uh, you know, both true. But you've been sitting there eating your nuts and eating tangerines. I couldn't help but notice. Why is it that I'm in the middle of my opening monologue and you are constantly sitting there just eating? You're on a diet this the next few days, right? Uh, yeah, tomorrow might be the end of the diet. Until day, Chef Mike drops off a food bag, and then it ends, right? That's cheat day. Dude, you have too many cheat days, though. That's the problem. I didn't think there was a limit on the amount of cheat days you, you were You can't like. have too many cheat, uh, uh, cheat days. You cannot do that. So, Oh, by the way, uh, I, I wanted to mention this earlier, and I forgot. WWE, their website, not website, their Twitter account, I should say, uh, tweeted out, the epic moment when Brock and Big Show did, as I called it, the 500-pound superplex. And if we could, you know what, if we could run that for people that don't remember it, from the WWE Twitter, if we could run the video of that with audio and everything, just tell me when you got it rolling for those that don't remember it. They tweeted this to WWE, and it was very cool that they tweeted it with the actual commentary from me and Michael Cole. We have it? We, and um, and uh, with the original commentary, they didn't do any edits on it, except for when I cursed during it, which was good, that they beeped when they said, holy yes. Let's run this real quick. For those that, this is, uh, we're trying to get it up and run. Give us a second. This was uh, off of, what, of course, of what happened on Monday when they broke the ring with Big Show and Braun. You got it? Here we go. Big Show's in control right now, but he hasn't been able to pin the champion. Oh, not another Go one. for it again. I think that's a great move right there by Les- uh, by, by Big Show. Go for another choke slam. Wait a minute. Where the hell is he? Where's Big Show taking Les- uh, I, don't, I don't know what he's doing. Big Show's doing here. Big oh. Show with that, that hand wrapped around the neck of Lesnar. But tough to break that grip when you hit the tall beat at him. Where the hell is Big Show going? Ladies and gentlemen, Big Show ain't no cruiserweight. He's 500 pounds. Close to eight. going? Big Show got caught up on the top turnbuckle. Big Show's in a land where he doesn't belong in those ropes. And Brock Lesnar looks to take advantage. Oh, here comes Brock now. Here comes Brock. The champion. Oh, whoa. Wait a minute. No. Oh, my God. No. Lesnar with a, with a no. close to the back. No freaking way. 
And for those that don't know, I told the story of when I said the holy yes, holy f When I did that, I didn't just go into business for myself. I did get permission from uh, the head honcho known as Vince McMahon. Obviously, I know Vince so, McMahon. Uh, beforehand. So, um, yeah, th that was uh, that was a lot of fun. A lot of people love that. They're getting a lot of big blue thumbs up on Facebook Live. You know, you guys know when I, you give me that, I love that because I'm insecure. That means you love what I'm doing on my show. I need that. I'm very insecure. I need reassurance. No, but that was, uh, I'm joking, um, uh, that was a lot of fun. And uh, hearing that, I miss, I miss working with Michael Cole when I hear that. I do. I mean... Uh, Jordan Stars, he's saying right here, Facebook Live, uh, live. Now I miss Taz on commentary. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, you know, Robert Benjamin Griffin saying, in Funaki voice, Taz, you number one SmackDown announcer. <laughs> Thank you. No, no, I, I look, I, you know, it's been a lot of years since I was a broadcaster on, with WWE programming, you know. So I, you know, I don't, at times I find myself as I get older, I do miss it more. I do miss... I think I just I, I some there was a lot of you know great times a lot of good calls so it was a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if I'd want to be in the middle of that, of that grind again with the travel and everything and all that jazz. I mean I, I love what I do now with the Taz Show and I love the platform that I get here at C, from CBS and stuff like that and the audience that we've all built together. You know from people at CBS to me to my team and all my former teammates and you the audience helping build the show. So over the past close to just about two years it's been whatever it's been. It's been awesome. So uh, I would not want to trade that for anything, including being a SmackDown commentator or a Raw commentator. You know, of course, unless it was a lot of money involved, then I would have to leave this show. Will you stop? I'm just saying. That's when my loyalty ends. Hey, look, I'm human. I'm an American. You know, that's how it goes, right? Hey, uh, Steven in New Jersey, you're on a Taz show. Hey, Taz. First time, long time. Oh, isn't that interesting, Steve? First time, long time. The handbag. There it goes. What's going on, buddy? Uh, not much. I wanted to get my off the hooks. Pizza toppings off the hook. You're from New Jersey. That's a problem to begin. <laughs> All right. I got the battle pollo, which is chicken farm pizza versus chicken franchise pizza. Okay. We're, we're looking good already. I'm, I'm digging that. What else you got? Uh, loser leaves pizza match. Pineapple versus anchovy. That means you don't like either? Nope. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't. I couldn't eat either. I, some people love the anchovies. My, my dad loved the anchovies on the pizza, but I, that's not my style. What's your main event? Uh, main event is called Fully Loaded Carbs. It's a Alfredo tortellini pizza versus penne vodka pizza. And can Dennis be the ref, the lumberjack? It's <laughs> sure. a bad idea. Could you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't run it as a ref. I made it up. <laughs> There's no survivors. <laughs> that would be phenomenal. Steve, how long have you been listening to the show? Are you newer to the show? Or you been... um, no, nah, I've been watching since the human podcast days, but I've never been able to been up early enough to call. So, all right, well, so I appreciate I'm, that, Steve. Thanks for uh, uh, taking the show and bro and supporting it. I appreciate you. Yeah, no problem, man. Have a good day. Take care, Steve. See you, buddy. There you go, Steve in New Jersey. Usually, I'm not that nice to people from Jersey, but he seemed like a pretty decent fella. Those were good pizza off the hooks. He had some good ones. I like the fully loaded cob. Yeah, he had like match stipulations yeah. to it. Yeah, that's called being creative, Dennis. That's what some Loser people do. Loser leaves pizza. Great uh, idea. Uh, un unlike you, where he's just like, I, I want ham on it. I want I want cheese. Yeah. Pepperoni. I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why Ant. I was Aunt, the one who wanted it, Aunt. not Ant. Ant would have to wrap his pizza in. He, yeah. <laughs> He'd have to wrap it. I can't wait till Vizanji comes in. Oh, battle's going to be phenomenal. He's going to look at it and be like, what? Yeah, he's going to look at me like, why am I doing <laughs> yeah. this? Like, I have not talked to Bazanji. i got to talk to him see if he wants to do this. Matchy says no. That would suck. 
Well, if you're promoting, yeah, we're going to do a rap battle, Andy and Bazanji. You know what I mean? And next thing you know, it's like, you know. Jim Wells on Facebook Live said, Jinda, a joke. Oh, no, sir. I disagree, Big Jim. Not a joke. I think it's very good that they got that victory. And you should go back and listen to the audio demand of what I said earlier or the VOD of what I said earlier. Because I completely disagree with you on that. I think it's the right thing they did there. And I think it's the guy had legitimate heat. And for you to say joke, that adds to his heat. So they did their job. I'm telling you, it's really good business. He's got real heat. Like I said earlier, they shouldn't have had Randy come out and and do a promo right after his uh, gimmick. They should have just went to break after that promo by Jinder. And uh, I don't think it's a joke at all. I think it's good business. It's called making new guys. Are we not tired of seeing the same guys get pushed every week on SmackDown and overall? Come on. You guys scream and yell, you want new people pushed. Well, here you go. This is a new guy getting pushed. Some bitch didn't earn it. Really. Look at his physique. Look at his body. Look at how hard he's worked. I mean, all the jobs he's done. Really. He's, he's, done, he's done the honest. This guy's earned it. Ain't no one in that locker room going to disrespect him. Ain't no one in that locker room going to say, oh, you don't deserve this. Uh, or behind his back. Hey, Jinder don't deserve No one can say that because the guy earned it. And there's a certain code of ethics and honor in the locker room when that happens. So, you know, you, you got to make new guys. That's the gimmick. You know, really. It's not a joke. Disagree. Sorry, Jim. I didn't get your opinion on that, uh, Dennis. Do you, did, did I ask you your opinion? I don't remember what I asked you. You disagree with it? With Jinder getting a push? Yeah, do you have an opinion, or you're going to ride the fence again? No, no fence riding. I fence <laughs> riding. Okay, good. That's funny. I like that he's getting a push. I think it, like as you just said, it's new. It's new blood. Every fans are always complaining. How come X, Y, and Z isn't getting pushed? How come the? Why are you basically mimicking what I said, sir? Well, now if I agree with you. Now I agree with you, but if I sit on the fence and I say, I'm not just going to disagree with you. To disagree. Okay, I want to talk to William in California. You done? No, I got, I got one more point. Hold on, William. Yeah, can. I want. I hope William has a great call. That's it. That was riveting. Uh, William uh, in California, you're on a Taz show. What's up, buddy? Oh I can't hear you, pal. Talk up, William. I'm sorry. For a um, second, you sounded like my uh, video producer. Good moment, Taz. Yeah, I know. I was. Uh, I'm on speaker now. Bro, um, you sound like you're hiding from someone. We good? <laughs> no, it's uh, California. It's five five fifty right now, so I'm just getting up. Oh, I understand, sir. It's early there. We have many people from California that call. It's crazy how many Californians that call the show. Uh, but you're right; it is early there, and I do appreciate you, Rising Shine Jones. I do. Uh, you know, but you're whispering, so you don't want to wake anybody up in the house, or you're just tired. Um, I'm, it's it's not it's written it's um, I have my grandparents and I live with my grandparents so I'm trying not to wake them up so okay that's, that's good let's talk low together because sometimes I have a habit of talking a little loud and I project and I scream how can I help you sir um yes um I actually have two questions for you and actually some news for you as well you just woke up but you have news yeah. how do you have news when you just woke up in California your grandparents are sleeping it's very early it's five a.m. but you have news. Well, you were t- um, 
I'm actually, I woke up before the talent show came on. Ah, we did not see. You implied, sir, that you just woke up. I hope I'm not a speaker, otherwise your grandparents are like, oh my God, what's that noise? Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry about okay. that. Don't be sorry. I'm sorry all the time. Yeah. How can I help you? I'm not. Um, yes, regarding the news, your producer, since he hasn't, he, since it's his job, he, has, he hasn't let you know about this. It's regarding the Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt match at Payback. It's actually a non-title match. Dennis, you want to defend yourself? Since when? William from California just said this. I don't know. Maybe he's right. WWE.com is officially listing it as a non-title match. Wow. <laughs> Dennis is laughing at you. Uh, and William, I'm starting to, I think you're probably right. I did not know this. I'm busy working. So I, you know, I'm busy running the game. So I, I did not know that. Um, I, are you sure about this? Because I, I'm having people on Facebook Live saying that maybe you are not telling the truth. Maybe you mm-hmm. are. I don't know. No, I've been on WWE.com. All morning. It's officially listing it as a non-title match. It's not mentioning the WWE title. And the announcers on, I watched SmackDown last night, they have it. They mentioned it's not for the title. Okay. Glenn Head, Facebook Live, is saying he's high. I think he means you. Uh, maybe you're right, dude. Then do we have something? Uh, do we have I mean, something? I'm on the website, and there's nothing... Well, WWE.com is a, a listing Jinder Mahal versus Randy Orton. They're not listing it. The winner of Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton versus Jinder Mahal at Backlash. They're, they're telling us that the, Randy Orton will defend the title. Well, that's not. The yeah, but hold on. Wait, 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 I think he's looking. God, explain. You can't. See. <laughs> it's a little bit different than. I let me do my research. Here. No, but uh, yeah, it's it. Last night, okay, Jinder Mahal wins the number one contender match. Correct. Yes. Okay. So now he faces whoever will be in due time the WWE champion, correct? Yes. Okay. That's normally the way it goes. Yes. You're telling me, and you're telling Dennis at, at the pay per view that that Monsters Ball match, whatever they're calling it, House of Horrors. Yeah, I'm going back to Impact Wrestling. <laughs> Sorry. That uh, the, what do you call it? That it's not for the t- championship. Uh, why? Why would they do a match so big not for the championship? Well, because Bray's on Raw, and since the title's not going to be moving the Raw because the Universal Title is a Raw exclusive title. That's basically it. Because with Jericho and Owens, it's the winner that were listing it. The winner will go to SmackDown. They're not listing it for the Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton match. Dennis, like how long does it take for you? Because I don't want to sit here and say this guy's not telling the truth, but I got people on Facebook Live saying that this man might be, it might be full of 20 over there in California. So I don't want to accuse the man of that. I don't know what full of 20 means, but I can... 420. Oh. 420. 420. Dude, uh, now, I'm not saying... you. I've got a feeling you might be right, okay? Because you seem hell-bent. I'm not looking at it. I, I'm having a problem with my internet, so I can't. You know what I mean, William? But um, we're going to keep you on the phone until we find out. Um, so Dennis is taking him forever for Dennis to find out. Are well, you looking at it right now, Stephen? Will- Sir? William. Okay, oh. William. William, Stephen. Uh, William, are you looking at it right now? Uh, no, but I didn't look at it last night because, they, like I said, they officially the preview for the backlash pay-per-view list Randy Orton and Jinder Mahal. They're not listing the winner. It's... And like I said, if you go on to the preview for Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton, the match preview, it lists it's not for the title. It's listing it just a regular match, but with the 
House and Horus stipulation. Okay. Dennis, I speak, have, please. I have it. At the WWE website, it says WWE Champion Randy Orton versus Bray Wyatt House of Horrors match. At WWE Payback, WWE Champion Randy Orton will take on Bray Wyatt in the pretentious unknown that is a House of Horrors match. So it, He's he, right, then. No, then, then, then William's right. If well, he's half right, because they're not saying it's not a non-title match. But, but, no, but, he, but he is correct. He is, bro. Because, uh, trust me, they would say it's no, for the WWE Championship. Wow. Yeah. Wow. 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 Mm-mm-mm. Well, I need to thank you, uh, William. I apologize for the error on behalf of my show and my team. No, it's all right. It's all yeah. right. Nah, it's not all right. It's just, it's, uh, this, is what, this is what happens. Uh, William, uh, thank you for calling, pal. Well, before you let me go, I actually have two questions. Oh, sure. You're spending all day with us. You just buried my, my producer. But go ahead. Yeah, I didn't need to. Um, my first question regarding the Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman match, with the, the ambulance being a focal point, do you think they're gonna, WWE will add a stipulation making it an ambulance match? Well, they could. I mean, I think that's wide open to do whatever they want with that. I mean, that could be. I mean, I hope they don't. Thank you for calling, William. I hope they don't do that. Those matches are kind of hokey, in my opinion. I think they're kind of weak. Those type of stipulation gimmicky matches, you know, I'm not a big fan. On that, um, Chan Man, Facebook Live, Cali people know K-N-O-W. He's correct. He's, they, he's saying they know what they're talking about. Glenn Head, back to him. He buried Redbeard. Ha ha. Dennis, you are so, bro, you are so red right now. I mean, that's my beard. I'm naturally red. No, 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 you're you're red. You're pissed, bro. I don't get mad. You are madder than a monster in a Godzilla movie. (laughs) Yeah, you are. You do get mad. You know who gets mad? You know who gets mad? Me. I get mad. Me. That's who gets mad. You know why? Because when you don't get it right, it's a bad reflection on the show. You work hard. You bust your ass. You know who's going to defend you right now? Anthony. Guaranteed. No, I'm looking at the rest of the matches just to make sure. I'd like to talk to Anthony. If you could pot him up, that'd be yeah, nice. Absolutely. Uh, while you're looking. And uh, how you doing, Ant? What's up, boss? Dude, you see what just happened here, right? Yeah, I'm trying to find it, too. Oh, backup Jones. Yeah, so, uh, look, we both know how hard that you know Dennis researches. He's, 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 he really does. I think that um, I think that it's just a play on words by WWE. They do this a lot, and it's smart business. There's nothing wrong with what they did, and I think Anthony and I think Dennis just got a little not confused, but close on the run on the uh, sheet I have it says for WWE Championship match, but that's not an official sheet. So, well, to be fair, I'm not saying the caller was wrong, but when Bray announced the match, he did say he was invoking his rematch clause originally. Mm. Mm-mm-mm. But I'm not saying the call is wrong. He could totally be right. Yeah, I think it's a little big. If we, if all of us, if fans have to call in, us here on the show, people on Facebook Live, people on Twitter, if there's a slight confusion, then poo-poo on WWE, let's be honest. You got to make this this clear cut here so people aren't confused what the hell's going on. You know what I mean? That that That's the, at the end of the day, that's the thing. If you're going to play on words, fine. See, listen, WWE is not going to come out and say this is not for the WWE Championship because that diminishes the House of Horrors uh, Food Monsters Ball match, whatever it's called. You know, it hurts it. You know what I mean? So you're, they're not going to do that, you know? Uh, we got to get rolling here. Matt and San Antonio, you're on the Taz Show. What's up, buddy? 
I got my pizza toppings off the hook, and then I got a question for you about Monday. Let's do it. All right, uh, pizza toppings first is going to be uh, a seafood pizza, which is going to have the calamari baked inside the crust with uh, oysters, crab, uh, and uh, – You didn't write this down, did you, Matt? I mean, come on, you know the rules here. You've been calling the show long enough. You can't just call and versus, just – Come on. Okay, versus a taco pizza. Yeah, okay. Second one, second one is going to be – Philly cheesesteak pizza versus, you're going to love this one, New York pizza with giant Adam Sandler-sized meatballs on it. <laughs> it's actually pretty, I don't know about yeah, Adam Sandler's and, meatballs uh, <laughs> on it, but I like meatballs. <laughs> okay, and this one's dedicated to Sergeant Salami. Uh-huh. Um, it's going to be a um, a uh, pizza, the pizza dough is made out of uh, waffles and with chicken on top with syrup. Okay, Chicken Biscuit Jones Pizza. Or, got it. And what else right, we got going on? First, Versus a barbecue pizza, which is a slice of brisket, grilled chicken, uh, and uh, with barbecue sauce on top. All right, cool, man. Thanks. And, uh, then, and, and you got to hurry up. What's your question on the other stuff? Okay. Okay. Comment on Monday when the ring got broken. Very simply, you called it better. It was very organic when you did it. It seemed fake when they did it. Well, I appreciate you saying that. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate it. I humbly say I think that I did a better job in it with Michael Cole, too. <laughs> I do. Um, I think because the original is always the best, usually. I mean, I hate to say it, it's like a douche, but I'm just being honest. It's usually in anything, not just wrestling. Uh, you know, hey, Matt in Houston, uh, last call of the day, you are on a Taz show. Good moment, Taz. How you doing, buddy? Good. I'm uh, off the hook, and I got a question. Pizza toppings off the hook, making a big comeback today. Go ahead, go for it. I, uh, I got a, who is the best olive or the fake olive versus the real olive? With the black olive versus the green olive? I work for a guy named Olive. That's a whole other story. <laughs> People can't know that, but that's uh, whatever. I continue. Um, <laughs> I, then, what, so what uh, happened? I don't understand. What are we doing? And then, uh, oh, it's just like the Undertaker. You know, we had the real Undertaker versus the fake Undertaker. But what's the like match, man? Deal. What is the match? So how many olives were on one? Pe- like, I don't know who's who, bro. What are we doing? No, you remember how? Undertaker was in the purple getup, and then the yeah. fake Undertaker was in the gray ones. Kind yes, of the same thing with the black one versus the uh, green one. Green olive. one. Okay, I got it. I got it. Okay, good. What's your next one? And my next one is, well, the caller before, or two calls before, kind of took my idea, was uh, the topping Leeds Town match versus the pineapple versus the anchovy. He actually, you, so, but he said it first, so you, how did he hack you? Because, I, I mean, I mean, I was on hold and I already had it written down. All right, I believe you. No problem. You guys make yeah. great minds think alike. And what's your third? And then my third one is the ultimate baby face versus the ultimate heel. Um, my preference, because my favorite topping is mushroom versus my least favorite topping, the onion. Okay, got it, got it. All right, what else is up? And the question I have, uh, did you, I think you were there during the time when WWE, E trans or uh, transition from WWF. Yes, sir. I was, I was there. just wondering, like, how the locker room took it, how like Vince McMahon took it, how long it took everybody to get used to just like calling it WWE. Yeah. WWF. I bet you that was. Yeah, it was crazy. wild. I-, I was there, and it was wild. And uh, that's a good question, Matt. I mean, I wish you know you would have called earlier because I would have more time to talk about it because the show's already in fifth quarter. But yeah, it was a wild time, and they, they had several meetings with us to explain. The, you know, what was going on, why it was going on, that they had to change all the logos and the branding, and they had to digitize it, blur the logos, the WWF logo for any video stuff. At that time, it was DVDs, not just, there was no WWE Network. 
Um, a lot of the merchandise had to be changed. It had the FWWF logo, the Scratch logo, and make you know WWE logo. I mean, they were really on top of it. They really explained it all to us. Um, frankly, I don't you know. I don't think Vince was too happy about the whole thing. It, why would he be? You can't blame the guy, you know. <clears throat> but because um, he had a, it cost him a lot of money and and it changed a lot of things and. It was a big deal. It was definitely a big, big deal. But they did communicate a lot with us. Maybe one day down the road here on the Taz Show, I'll get into more detail about that. So, um, you know, Lizette Austin, Facebook Live, who is screening these calls? Cowboy. Anyway, I digress. Uh, Dennis, before we wrap up here, you look like a little kid who just had some big, mean bully take his Frankfurter away from him at a ballpark. Um, Nobody takes a Frankfurter away from me. <laughs> you whoop That's somebody's sure. ass. They do that. Um, what's going on, buddy? You want to? You have something you want to say? I feel bad for you. You look no, like I don't. A I mean, sorry, sap. No, I always look like a sorry. You look sap. like Willie Loman, bro. You, you, you look, <laughs> oh, Kathy. No, you do look like Willie Loman. Sad, like, yeah, bro. It's okay. Look. No, I'm just doing. I'm trying to do some research now. You're still searching down this match. No, not this match. I'm trying to look at all the other because they get other previews. matches might have effed up on. No, I'm sorry. What are you looking for? <laughs> Yeah, that's always a possibility. <laughs> oh, it's so funny, yeah. Last day for Dennis. He'll be gone. When CBS finds out, oh, they're going to fire you. Oh, boy, you're in trouble. No, no, you're not Good trouble. thing my resume's all beefed. Hey, do you know Taz, by the way? <laughs> Listen, it's okay, bro. I feel like I want I'm no, I don't, end the show, but I want you to... I feel like you need to say something. No, I, I don't need to say anything. I'm just... Uh, it. The other matches, like the, the Raw Women's match... Yeah. It'll say it's for the championship. The tag belts are for the championship, and the cruiserweights mention it. But they really drive home the House of Horrors aspect for the the Orton-Wyatt stuff. So I feel like, what was his name, Steven? Whoever the quote, well, I think it was named It was Steven. William. I think you quote one of the other. <laughs> I think, I, no, I think it was William, seriously. Um, California. So, so he could, yeah, he could absolutely be correct. Well, but that's such a weird over. Like, why would Bray Wyatt loses at Wrestle loses the belt at WrestleMania? Why wouldn't he want a rematch? Yeah, um, I got to be honest. That whole story get, is very convoluted. No, it really is because you got Bray is on Raw one day, one day he's not. He's on Smack. I, you know, it's it is. When that happens, I got to tell you, I'm just being honest. Like before I wrap this show up, I'm going to tell you guys the truth how I am. Not when I was an announcer, but like now, like over the years. When any company does that, where the stories start getting like, where you really got to start, and I don't mean intriguing, it's like they miss some steps and it starts to get a little disjointed, you lose me. So, that's no disrespect on the talent at all, on the wrestlers, but you lose me. When they start booking people and they start, you know, covering their tracks and it's like, it makes it too, it shouldn't be this confusing. We shouldn't sit here. You know, as a show and as the audience and all of us, I'm looking at people on Facebook Live. People don't know either. And these, all of my audience, I humbly say, I would think the bulk of them are, you know, the bulk of them are very you know, hardcore wrestling fans. These are smart wrestling fans, including the gentleman who called from California. So they, they dissect things more than I do. And that's cool. And if some of them are confused, then, you know, shame on WWE. I, I got to pass the heat on to them. Darren Sharrow, before I wrap up, he's got a long statement here. It's tough to read while I'm doing Facebook Live. 
Uh, I'm not trying to be a dick, but this isn't really that confusing. They had a brand split. Bray got moved to Raw after he dropped the belt on SmackDown. Maybe I'm wrong. Oh, no. He's not wrong. That's But that's not the part that's confusing. Aren't you entitled to a, a rematch when you lose right, your... That, 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 right. It's, that's that that the, we know for sure. Yeah. Oh, oh, just got a text from Seth. What did he do now? <laughs> no, he is. I didn't do anything wrong. <laughs> Jesse Perez, less comment from Facebook I'm taking today. Keep it simple. He's right. And that's it. I've said I said that once in WWE. I'm like, people don't. I, I'm talking to Vince about it. I'm telling you. Obviously, I know Vince McMahon. People don't want a guy. I hate the, you know, the guy that's digging holes all day, working eight hours, busting his ass, doing construction, who comes home and has got his wife, who's working her ass off being a, being a housewife and a mom with two, three kids. He don't want to come home after dinner, after seeing the mail and seeing the bills. Not to sound like it's 1950 and it's chauvinistic, but I'm just giving you that that cliche American family. And he looks at the bills, and now he, he, he's after dinner. He pops open a beer. He don't want to hear about nothing. He wants to kick his, his boots off and, and watch some wrestling. He don't want to sit there with his freaking brain twisted. He don't. I know the audience is much more sophisticated than someone that's just kicking back having to be a watching. But I got to tell you, the bulk of the audience are a bunch of men and women that are kicking back, chilling out, and just want to escape reality and watch wrestling. Maybe I'm wrong, but there's a great chance that I'm not. Yes. All right. So, look, that's the deal. On that note, I'm done here. Okay, done. I gave them another 10 minutes for free. I'm putting an invoice in, damn it. I kid. It all adds up. I just kid around. I joke around. I loved going over, you know that. I always love going over. That goes without saying. I'm all about going over. Uh, anyway, uh, thanks for everybody who listened to the show or watched the show today. I appreciate it. Maybe you did that on uh, live on radio.com app or tashow.com. Maybe you watched the tashow.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All the people who call the show, interact with the show on Twitter or on Facebook Live. Thank you, thank you, thank you. The gimmick chat also, obviously. For everybody here on the Tash Show, I'm Tash Show Not. We'll be at you tomorrow. Adios. Yeah. Yeah, said I was raised in the days of my space and screen names Back then when I was only worried about my top friends Now my circle is getting smaller, all these people acting fake, man And to be honest, I don't even have a top ten Me against the world, I've been doing what I really love Haters been hiding behind the screen, man, they movie cuts And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing our own thing, trying to stay up I wanna go back Back to days with no grades We ordered the kids meal Play ball, that's all day now I'm stuck looking at this Instagram page But these likes on my picture Don't result in getting paid now I've been wondering where the party at Cause all of my concerns Got me wondering where they got the Bacardi at So going for another drink Just to get away We gotta live it up Carolina here to stay I'm hoping I won't let